Podcast Answer Man, episode number 40. This show is sponsored by AG Design. Need a new website, logo, or artwork for your podcast? Visit AGEEDesign.com today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I'm here to talk to you about podcasting and new media technology and possibly share a little bit of my journey in my path of choosing podcasting and new media as a career, as a way of making a living. And uh, very excited about that. Uh, It officially begins January 1st, 2008. Now, I want to welcome a, I think I saw somewhere close to another eight or 900 new subscribers to this podcast. Hello. Thank you for subscribing. I know many of you guys uh, found me through a recent video episode that I produced uh, showing my mixer and how I have it set up to record live interviews and live talk shows and where I can bring in a co-host via Skype and how I can also at the same time be connected to a telephone conference bridge with uh, hundreds of other listeners who could uh, be brought in at any time into a live show. And if you're interested, maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you here and you didn't see that video episode, go back and check episode number 39. But for those of you who actually found the episode uh, previous to this and then came over and subscribed, welcome to the Podcast Answer Man. And just want to let you know, this is a very laid back kind of show. Uh, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I am a podcast and new media consultant. Uh, I am going to be officially doing this full time as my career effective January 1st, 2008, after leaving an insurance career of 12 years behind. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited about it. So welcome to the show. Now today, I want to talk to you about just a jumble of things. Typically, I'll come to you with a topic and we'll have one show that's kind of just focused on one topic. But today, I wanted to just come to you and, and share with you a host of different things that are Uh, running around through my mind. And the first thing I'll say uh, to you is that I've been checking out this site called Rever, R-E-V-V-E-R dot com. I'm not going to do a full review, but I will just share with you that it is another video file sharing site. It's where you can upload your content to the web and hopefully get it noticed. And you can, of course, embed it on your different websites uh, via Flash. The the unique thing is that they allow embedding of the QuickTime version as well. Uh, the Rever actually does something a little different than YouTube and some other places uh, where you can easily share your, your files by uploading them and embedding them over to page. This, all f- this whole viral video stuff that's going on in this uh, revolution. The unique thing is that they sell advertising in their in their streaming content once you upload to their site if you use the flash player they will run advertisements at the lower third of your screen that of course can be closed out if if the viewer does not want to be bothered by the advertisements but these advertisements create revenue forever and they have this method of sharing revenue with the people who create the content now i am about to share with you a success in my very first test I put one episode out there talking about microphones. That was episode number 38. And then I did episode 39, the one I've just finished talking about. And for those of you who have seen it, you know exactly what it was all about. And episode number 39 immediately got downloaded by about 400 people 
that were subscribed to the podcast Answer Man previous to that episode being released. So it, I, I pretty much said, okay, that's that sounds about right. And episode 38 was downloaded about 400 times, which, you know, okay, I realized that we're only running about 400 right now. Not a big deal. However, uh, I checked my stats uh, when, I, when I had gotten up the morning after um, releasing the episode. And during the morning at work, once I got to the office, I, I wanted to check something out real quick. And I was kind of blown away out of, at, by something. I noticed that, that my views went from approximately 398 or 400 and whatever up to over 2,000. And then after lunch, I came and checked it again, and we had reached over 4,000. So what, what what happened here is somebody picked up the video, and they put it out in their podcast feed, because you can do that with Rever. You can find other, uh, other people's content, and you can use a unique embed code or a unique link to a, to a, a QuickTime file and release it as a podcast in your own feed. Not only that, but several of you out there, and I want to say a special thank you to you guys, uh, several of you put a blog post uh, in your blogs about uh, this video and uh, and suggested that your readers come check it out. So I want to say thank you to each of you guys for, for doing that. And because of this ability of Rever and sites like it, I'm sure that the same thing would have happened anywhere I went. But anyway, um, because of these sites and how easy it is to just share that content, that video content, uh, it, it went from immediately, my normal 400 downloads per episode went to immediately over 4,000 downloads, uh, or 4,000 views anyway. And that was amazing. And so what I noticed as a result is that we no longer only have 400 subscribers to the podcast, Answer Man. And uh, I just want to welcome the couple hundred of you out there. The, obviously, you're podcasters or you're trying to become a podcaster or you want to become a better podcaster. Uh, I'm so glad to have you here. I'm honored and humbled at the same time to have you as a subscriber to the show. And so welcome, welcome, welcome. Just to let you guys know, if you have a podcast and you have a video camera, why not go out there and record yourself a useful uh, video? Now, not just anything, but put to, put together something useful, like a how-to, something that people can grasp onto and say, okay, hey, here's a short video that explains a pretty decent principle that a lot of people really could find value in. And put that out there and get your name out. That's one way that you can do it. And uh, that's what I tried with Rever, and it worked very well. Very happy. And I don't, like I said, I don't think it's Rever necessarily that, that made this a success. It was just the fact that I took the initiative and, and I publicized it out there on Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash GSPN. If you're not following me already, I encourage you to come follow me at Twitter. And, uh, of course, I think I have just over 500 followers on Twitter, so as soon as I posted it up there on Twitter, uh, you guys latched right onto it and saw it and shared it with your Twitter friends, and it, it, this that's how this stuff works. This is what's great about podcasting and new media. It's, it's a great way to get the word out about content, so very excited about that test of online video, uh, especially in the how-to category, and something I'll be uh, doing quite a bit more of here at the Podcast Answer Man. Now, 
uh, several of you actually emailed me and said, hey, Cliff, you were talking about the audio quality of your camera and the fact that your camera does not have an audio input. And they had mentioned that what you could do is record the audio separately using the obviously high quality, high end quality recording equipment that you have in your studio. You could record directly into that, into your Edderall recorder like you prefer doing, and record that at the same time that you're recording the video and just use something that would allow you to match up the audio later. And uh, they said, they suggested either doing like a clap like this. And, and that would allow you to then uh, queue up the video in your editing software and then bring in the audio and queue it up and make and put those match the audio up with those three claps with the three claps in the video audio track. Then you could mute the audio track on the video and then you have a very high quality recording. That is a perfectly excellent idea. And it's something that I've been thinking of as a result of this uh, video uh, podcast that I want to produce here locally in Cincinnati. Uh, however, he, let me explain to you what I have been doing, how I did episodes uh, 39 and 38, uh, or 38 and 39, however you want to say it. I have been, uh, I, I went out and I bought the program called Visual Hub. Visual Hub. And I, now the, of course, Visual Hub, just for the, so you guys don't, uh, so that you're aware, it is a Mac-only program. Now, Visual Hub is this program that allows you to take virtually any video format and automatically convert it to any other video format. So I could take an AVI file and convert it to DV. I could take a, a QuickTime file and convert it to WMV. I could, which is Windows Media, uh, I could take um, I could take a Flash file and convert it to QuickTime to download into a podcast. I mean, there, there, I could do just about anything with this. So here's what here's what I have. My my video camera, my JVC video camera, uh, it records into a proprietary format called .mod, which means nothing to nobody. Uh, however, it is a really messed up version of an MP4 file. Uh, matter of fact, if you if you change the file extension to MP4 uh, and play it on a PC, it usually will play just fine. Sometimes it plays without the audio, so it depends on what program you're using to play back. Anyhow, it, it will work eventually depending on how you work it out. Well, Visual Hub will take this unmodified MOD file and convert it to any of the other files and it works perfectly except the widescreen doesn't work. So I have to record it in the standard, you know, format of I think that's 4 by 3. However, um of course with the camera if you hook up the DV cable, the DV will pull in and and then I can do widescreen and high quality and all that other stuff. But then I have to pull it over in real time. The beauty of my camera is that it is a hard drive based camera and it also has an SD card insert. So what I did with episode 39, you may have noticed that there was the fancy intro that was put together at the front of episode 39 that wasn't there in episode 38. What I did is I went into iMovie, uh, iMovie 08 by the way, which I actually do like it. It's, it's not that bad once you get used to it. But uh, it is severely limited. It is like Fisher-Price uh, video editing 101 kind of stuff. Uh, I would love to have Final Cut Pro. And uh, it's definitely on my wish list. So we'll see how that goes. 
Now, um, so basically what I did is I loaded up my audio. I, I recorded the little intro. It's like, you are viewing a video edition of the Podcast Answer Man. And then I had the, you know, this episode is sponsored by AG Design because he's our sponsor all throughout 2008 even. Thank you, AG. <laughs> Thank you, Evan AG at agdesign.com. Anyway, um, yeah, so so I I went ahead and put that in there, and then I loaded up a couple pictures and used the little audio file that we used to open up the podcast answer man, and then I saved that as a just your standard QuickTime file. So that is one file on my desktop. Then what I did is I set the camera up on the tripod and I went ahead and just recorded myself doing a little video intro. I paused, or I hit stop. And then I picked it up off the tripod, did a handheld thing, hit unpause, and then I walked you through the entire mixer setup, talked about everything, and then when I was done, I hit stop, and then I put it back on the tripod again, and I closed out the episode with me doing a little wrap-up, and then I hit stop. Now, I did not go into any video editing software at all. I opened up Video Hub, uh, or Visual Hub, I think is what it's called. Now, Now I need to go in here and look. Yes, I went to Visual Hub, loaded it up, and this is what I did. I took the camera, hooked it up via USB, drug all the files off of the hard drive onto my desktop. So I had, let's see, I had four .mod files. And of course, they're saved in numeric order. And I knew the most recent four files were the four that I just recorded in order. So here's what I did. I opened up Visual Hub, and it opens up this little uh, area where you just drag files into it. So I drug, I, I drug over the intro that I recorded in iMovie, the the little intro that you saw, and then after that, I drug in numerical order the four episodes, the four .mod episodes or files that came in off of the video camera. And I just drug them over and and I didn't do any editing or anything like that. And then there's this little option at the bottom that you can change. You can check mark and it says stitch these files together as one file. And then I chose to save it in iPod video format and I click uh, convert or whatever the button was. And out came one file, one single file, a QuickTime file that's uh, viewable by video iPods. I uploaded it to the internet and I shared it with you guys and that was all there was to it. So there was no, you know, I, I realized I could go and pull that all those four clips in and then match up the matching audio. But the nice thing about what I did was I still gave valuable content and I, I, I did it in a way that really was not time uh, time, it wasn't, it didn't take up a lot of my time. Really, in essence, it took all the time it took me to record what you saw, which was what, what was it, 24, 27, 28 minutes, I don't know. Anyway, so it took the time that you saw me to film, saw me filming it. Uh, it took me the one time, the one, it, I only have to do the intro once, so that's already done. So let's just assume that that's not a part of the equation. So I all it did is after I recorded it, it took me about two minutes to drag all the files onto the desktop. It took me another uh, minute to, to put the files in order and hit the convert button. I walked away while it took approximately, I think, 27 or 30 minutes to, to 
convert it to the right H.264 format and put it all together as one file. I walked away. I think I went and watched something on TV. And when I was done, I came back. It was already done for me. And I simply uploaded it to the internet. Now, because it was about a 87 megabyte file when it initially started, uh, it took about 25 minutes to upload it to the net. And once it was uploaded to the net, I was done. I mean, if I if I would have if I would have taken that same uh, bit of video and I would have went into iMovie and tried to match up a high quality audio and and put all the clips together and all night. Of course, once I'm in there, I'm going to do better transitions between the two things. And I probably would have cut a little bit here and a little trimmed it up a little bit so that. You know, you didn't see me reaching up to hit the pause button or the stop button or what have you. And, and you know, I probably would have cut out a little things while I would, I, I would have edited it in essence. And so the editing process, just from my experience, would have taken me probably, probably an additional half hour of my time to put this podcast together. And then, of course, I would have had to wait for it to export over to the right format, which would have taken probably another half hour. So so in essence, I saved myself a half an hour of video editing by just pulling all these things together, drag and dropping, and boom, here it, here's episode 39. Now, the question to myself is, is this something that I should be doing? As a podcasting professional, should I put out these quick and dirty little episodes that are are you know they have useful content but boy I should I could really show off my abilities by recording high audio local recording and matching it up with uh, the video recording and and wiping out the audio from the video and and putting this outstanding looking content you know what I'm not sure you know I I'm not sure I I think uh, you know, for me, of course, episode 38 and 39 was just a test anyway. And I, I was just really playing around more than anything. I did not realize that episode 39 was was going to be as popular as it was and, and that that would uh, really blow people away. I guess a lot of people still are not understanding the mix minus and, and how to get the Skype co-hosting situation or the live show, the live participants into your show and and all that stuff without all the echoes and stuff like that. So I, I'm glad I did it, and I'm glad you guys found it beneficial. Uh, but at the same time, it was beneficial for me just to learn that I could do a quick and easy video podcast. Uh, that video podcast was nearly as easy for me to produce as this audio podcast. And so that was fun to realize that. So now I have to question whether or not should I do more video podcasts, which obviously they do have quite a bit more work. I mean, it does take a little bit more effort to kind of stage the show, I guess, a little bit and and uh, kind of have things prepared of what you're going to cover. So, so there's a little bit more involved. But if I do these, should I go for these quick and easy videos, which means I'll do more of those, or should I go for more of the polished approach where everything's kind of got really you know, zippy looking transitions and it looks like professional audio or video quality and stuff like that. And and when it's done, it's like, wow, that looks awesome. Uh, You know, I'm tempted to say that there's value in both. One, I think that you guys, and, and this is just me assuming what you guys would like. I'm assuming you would like to see more quantity of useful 
and instructional content, then you would be interested in seeing me really show off the high high end quality. I at least believe that myself. There are some videos out there. Uh, I know Callie Lewis. We've interviewed her here on um, the podcast Answer Man. I know Callie spends hours. They spend they spend an entire day almost putting together one. Uh, you know, 12 or sometimes five minute episode of Geek Brief. And, you know, it looks beautiful. But I wonder if, you know, they show her outtakes and, you know, some of the funny stuff and, and things like that. I wonder if I wouldn't be just as interested in her spending, you know, maybe two hours preparing the content, but then doing just a straight live recording of her show and you know if she kind of messes up or something like that just move on you know and and just just go with it i mean for heaven's sakes how many things here have i kind of said is like and, and fumbled on fumbled on my words like that i'm not gonna go and edit that out it, you get the real me I, the life unscripted that's what i'm all about i just you get the raw cliff ravenscraft here and of course, she has more listeners and subscribers than I do. But you know, who knows? Maybe one day I'll 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 ascribe to the 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 heights of Callie Lewis's Geek Brief audience, which has literally hundreds of thousands of downloaders. But maybe she has hundreds and thousands because she takes so much time and energy into editing and putting together a beautiful format. Hmm. I don't know. I would think that I would watch her either way. Not because of her looks, but because she has entertaining and insightful and useful content. She, she's attractive as well, but, you know, I'm married and that, that doesn't really affect me at all. But but the thing is, what I'm saying is I would watch her whether she spent an hour producing or I'm sorry, whether she spent 10 minutes producing that episode or whether she spent, you know, 12 hours producing that episode. I think she could probably get herself down to recording those things live and pretty much just run straight through them boom 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 spend a little bit of time editing you know some transitions and putting up your lower thirds and all those things but uh you know i don't know however the other thing is is of course you know i wonder how many of you are out there listening to this who are future potential clients of mine obviously you know producing 14 podcasts is quite uh, a feat in and of itself and we are looking to grow those audiences uh, to approximately 50 to 150,000 subscribers per show which I believe is going to be entirely possible here in 2008 uh, you know but that's that's one thing uh, and, and I would love to be able to make a living doing that and having enough sponsors and income that 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 would solely support our family that would be so awesome but at the same time I'm, I'm working on uh getting jobs where I'm going to be producing podcasts for people like uh, the Corvette Chief at CorvetteChief.com which I'm still waiting for him to uh, record his very first official episode of at least his test, his introduction so that I can put that out for him and and kind of adjust the site to to reflect what he wants on the the, uh, two sidebar menus. So anyway, but I, I want to be able to work with, uh, you know, accomplished authors and speakers and stuff like that. I want to set up their podcasts for them and 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 help them do that and either train them how to pr- do post-production themselves or set it up to where I can do that for them. And that would be totally exciting for me. 
And so I'm wondering if many of my potential clients might come here and listen and view the podcast Answer Man, and if it wouldn't be better if I put together those high-quality things. So at this point, I feel confident that that releasing these quick and easy episodes are, are going to be completely fun, and I'll continue to do them, but I'll probably try some polished stuff as well. Anyway, so playing around with video has been a lot of fun. I encourage you guys to check it out as well. If you haven't, if you've already mastered the audio, just just play with video. It can be fun. I will tell you with the method that I'm talking about now using Visual Hub, you can use one of these little uh, Canon, I've got it in my hand here, a Canon PowerShot. Uh, it's a little tiny camera. It's one of the ones that it would probably almost fit in an Altoids can. Uh, and it has an SD card, and it also records in video. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they come out as AVI files. But even if you have one that comes out as QuickTime, these things will usually record up to like 30 seconds or uh, because the the Canon PowerShot uh, depends on, I mean, you can put as much as your SD card to hold. So if you put a four gig card in here, you could probably record up to about 30 minutes of video with this thing. So you could go out and do a little point and shoot video uh, out and about and then come in and without having to do any video editing using Visual Hub, as long as you're pretty tight in your recordings, like, you know, you know that this recording is good. And, and I would encourage probably deleting any outtakes that you're not going to use. And, and just string those things together with Visual Hub, have it stitch them together as one file, and boom, you got yourself a video podcast. Play around with video. It's fun. I encourage you to try that out. And if you do, let me know and uh, share it with me. Send me a link uh, at cliff at gspn.tv. And uh, I think that's going to be it. I mean, I'm at 25 minutes. I have some other things that I want to uh, share with you. Actually, I'll just share them real quick. Real quick. I am working on... Uh, Two things, I'll ask for your feedback. Um, I'd really encourage you, if you wouldn't mind, go to the forum at gspn.tv slash forum. You know what? I need to go to my blog at podcastanswerman.com, and I'm going to put a link in there for the forum. I, I just, I'm just now realizing that I have a link to gspn.tv, but I do not currently have a link to the forum. So I will get that fixed and have a link to the forum in there as well. Anyhow, um, here are some things that I'm working on. The first thing is that I need to develop a media kit for a, a podcast that does not yet exist. I'm going to be starting a podcast. I believe it's going to be called The Greater Cincinnati Family. Uh, it's just going to be called The Greater Cincinnati Family. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a short five to nine minute video podcast where my wife and I go around uh, much like the video podcast known as Command N. That's Command, the letter N, and I think it's .tv. Anyway, um, kind of like they do technology, we're going to go around and do the same format, only we're going to talk about things you can do with the family in the greater Cincinnati area. And I wanted to do something local, local so I can sell advertising to all the businesses that I know very well in this area and I've already met with one business and they're sold on the idea but they want something as far as a media kit or at least some kind of contract that they can that they can have that describes this thing and it also has the pricing and, and stuff like that all written out 
And I just have been so busy working at the insurance office still, producing all these con- all this content, and it's just been something I've not gotten around to because I still have to set up the LLC and finish meeting with my CPA and all those other things. So uh, that's something I need to work on. And if you have any resources for developing media kits or contracts for sales for podcasting, sponsorship, uh, anything like that that you're aware of, please notify me. And if you could do so in the forum, that would be awesome. And that way other podcasting people out there, people who are interested in podcasting, can find this information as well. I don't want to just have it just for myself. I want all of us to benefit. And so if, if you're one of those new subscribers... I encourage you to go G- go to gspn.tv. That stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. That's where all my shows are hosted, except for this one, which is at my personal blog. Uh, but anyway, go to gspn.tv slash forum and register there. And inside the forum, you'll see a section that's uh, devoted just to the podcast Answer Man. And that's the perfect place to leave that discussion. Another thing I'm working on for somebody is uh, I'm working with the uh, founder of the Christian Comedian Association and very much uh, have the possibility of going to speak to a very large crowd of uh, Christian comedians about possibility of pitching myself as doing their podcasts for them. However, he's very interested in not only just the podcasting end of things, but he wants somebody that can also create uh, and maintain, uh, or at least put together some kind of package where we include, you know, the, a web presence in MySpace and Facebook. Now, from my conversations, I'm thinking from what I'm hearing that that he's looking for something very basic as far as just setting something up and just being there. Now, of course, I could very what he's looking for me is a, is a from me is a proposal on how much to have me put that together. I've already given a given a proposal and a price in a package of what my podcasting stuff is. He's very interested in that, but he also wants me to just quote a price of just the Facebook and MySpace presence. Now, I really wouldn't be interested in doing that just by itself if I'm not doing the podcasting because for me, my sweet spot is podcasting and I don't want to get into all those other things. But it's something that that does tie in. I mean, if if I'm going to be somebody's podcast consultant, I'm obviously going to suggest that they set up a MySpace page and a and a and a Facebook page and and <clears throat> whatever works best for them. And so, with that, um, I'm I guess what I'm looking for and, and is just putting together. You know, what am I going to do? What 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 strategy would I involve? And I don't think he's looking for strategy. I think he's just looking for web presence and just let it sit there. But but I don't think that that's a good idea. I think for it to be worth anybody's money to have me design such a page, you have to have a strategy for its use. Even if that person doesn't plan on doing anything with it himself, I believe I probably am going to need to come up with a strategy where he will provide me content for me to upload to those sites so that those things become kind of like active properties rather than just some kind of uh, stagnant mailing address that people go and see. I mean, gosh, you got a website for that. Uh, but I, 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 I just personally believe that if you're going to get involved in a social network, you need to be social. And so I think uh, I talked with a, another podcast consultant the other day his name is John Ray, J-O-N-R-A-Y on Twitter, I believe. Anyway, he was very helpful to me in giving me some ideas about, you know, having them provide you with some video content from their comedian 
gigs, I guess, if you will, and uh, editing out, editing down to, you know, maybe have 30, uh, 10 or 15 or 20 second clips of some of their jokes and, and making those available, shooting those out in, in little, vi- you know, using the video application and, and Facebook and, 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 uh, MySpace and also putting some audio stuff of their stuff, you know, their things out and, Releasing, you know, some blog notes from them, just something that they can type up and email to you, and and then you just throw them up there, and, and as as kind of like a daily blog kind of thing, but not quite daily, you know, once a week or something. So that's something I need to do as well. And again, I've just been so busy, and uh, so that's pretty much what's going on over here. I do want to let you know if you haven't uh, listened to or found out about it already, go to podcastanswerman.com. And click on my equipment. That is there now. It is my equipment list. It's what I use in the studio to produce all my shows here. And that has been the number one most requested item. And I finally got around to doing it. I encourage you to check it out. Just be aware. And of course, you you read it in there. If you're ever looking to spend more than a hundred dollars on some podcasting high or some podcasting equipment, uh, let me know. Uh, you could help support my work here. Uh, by buying through me, I am a, an authorized reseller of a very major company out there, and I'm usually able to meet the best web prices, and sometimes I can get below the best advertised website prices. So, uh, and, and you can read about that in the equipment list. Go to podcastanswerman.com. That will forward you to my blog at cliffravenscraft.com. So, um, I think I'm going to wrap here. The only other thing I want to say is that uh, I want to I want your feedback on this. If, are you a person that has been listening to this and you used to be a subscriber of Pursuing Your Passion? If so, email me and let me know because this was my first episode where I kind of include some of that, you know, what I'm doing in this new media career in the podcast Answer Man. And I'm going to have to replay this music again. I, I kind of started it a little soon. But anyway... Um, <clears throat> Let me go ahead and click that again. Anyway, um, if you're a Podcast Answer Man subscriber and you're not used to hearing me talk about what I'm working on and how things are progressing in my new media career and uh, this hasn't been as interesting to you, uh, this last little bit about you know working with the Facebook and the media kit and stuff like that, uh, if, if that's not interesting to you, will you let me know? And uh, let me know if this has been a good decision to kind of combine... The Pursuing Your Passion podcast, and I'm going to play it one more time. See, this is, see, now this would be edited out of a professional show, but I believe, you know, hey, Cliff's talking a lot. He's a little long-winded here, Uh, but anyway, um, I want to know if I made the right decision to cancel the Pursuing Your Passion podcast and blend it in with this one. Leave me your feedback at uh, cliff at gspn.tv or at Oh, goodness. Now I need to edit. No. Or at the forum at gspn.tv. I can't believe this. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, at the forum at gspn.tv slash forum. Or call and leave me a message at area code 859-795-4067. You can also leave your um, podcasting questions there. Again, that's area code 859-795-4067. Until next time, check out gspn.tv and join the community.